What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Hardworking Happy Hour. I'm Sean. And I'm Catherine. And as always, we'll be breaking down all things trades, entrepreneurship, and turning your creativity into a passion career. Awesome. All right, we are live, so you want to start oh, the wow. episode? Oh, we're live. Oh, <laughs> well, let's okay. go. Let's start. We're here at Hardscape North America. We are here with not only myself, not only Catherine Lippincott, but the one and only Craig Scheller. What's we'll going on? Some hey, thanks for having right me. There. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I deliberately <laughs> paused so that we can do like a little laugh track, yeah. a little maybe like a slide a, whistle. A laugh track? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. yeah. It's, a, it's an honor to be here. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've been talking about having you on for like, uh, I don't know, since we started the podcast. Yeah. yeah. And it only took like, I don't know, 85 episodes. Cool. To get you on. This, I think, will be our 90th episode. Oh, wonderful. So. 90th episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah, perfect. We were waiting for a very special occasion. We're off to a great start here. Yeah. We have you on, so uh, welcome. Thank you. I appreciate um, it. Um, excited to get into some of your story. I think you have a very interesting story, which uh, I know a little bit about. Uh, yeah. And excited to learn more about that. So uh, if people don't already know who Craig Scheller is, um, make sure you follow me. He's doing some amazing outdoor living stuff. Thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. Full backyard, pools, decks, patios, walls, lighting, whatever you can Landscape, put in the backyard, yeah, he's yeah. doing it. Yep. Uh, mostly with a machine. Yes. So <laughs> we'll get into that I'm a little old. bit as well. Uh, yeah, why don't we start by um, kind of give people an intro of what your story is in the industry and then now as owner of Scheller Outdoor Living. Yeah, so... Uh my, my, my story starts when I was a teenager, so I guess I would say about, you know, 30 years ago. I uh, started uh, mowing neighbor's yards and my grandma's yard and doing gardening for her. And uh, my brother and I just really enjoyed working outside. We got a job when we were 15, 16, working for our neighbor who was a remodeler. Uh, so we were doing foundation repair and redoing basements and um, building decks and that kind of stuff. We, so at a very young age, we learned how to, you know, work hard and learned, you know, something we could do with, you know, uh, so fast forward to, uh, graduating high school. I really wanted to kind of do a lawn care business. So started Craig's lawn care in like 1997. Nice. Um, so that tells you how old I, if you can do math, you, you start to add up how, well. how old I am. But, um, so anyway, we, I started that. I went to, um, community college for a couple of years to do like a grounds, turf landscape kind of, uh, associates degree. And then, um, my business lasted about four years. I had no idea what my numbers were. I was terrible with running a business. I was pretty young, you know. Oh, cash. This is cool, you know. Oh, I have to pay bills. Oh, okay. Um, so anyway, we I, I took a little break and went to work for other people. And um, in the process, I did I helped other people do hardscapes and landscaping. And then I also um, went to uh, start framing houses. So that's where I got my carpentry background. Uh, that was a really cool, like three-year process of learning how to do another trade. Uh, also, in, in, in that time, and even in, a little bit in high school, I did some excavate, worked with the excavator, so learned how to run equipment and uh, stuff like that. So I just have a kind of a big, wide range of you know things I've done. Um, I had a business from 2008 to 2015 uh, where we did maintenance and hardscape and landscaping, um, and in 2015 I got the opportunity to do uh, some sales and worked for a distributor and I worked for a manufacturer. Traveled, met a lot of people in the industry, expanded my knowledge and my network, and uh, 
in 2020, uh, kind of got landed for my sales job. You know, pandemic came around and working out of my basement, getting a little bit bored, yeah. really uh, enjoying being home with my family. And, uh, and I just was like, well, let's give this another go. <laughs> and the people have been like, you know, like, how did you get started so fast? How did you grow so fast? How did you get these jobs so quick? And I knew exactly what I had to do when I started my business. Yeah. Not only had I made mistakes in the past, um, I had just a real clear vision. And one of the things was doing pools because I really wanted to push myself. I didn't want to be bored, you know. So I knew I could go build a patio or put landscaping in. And I really felt like I needed to push myself to another level for my career and my business. And uh, based on, and I look back on my, my life and I was like, man, I've done so many things. Yeah. Why don't I just offer the full package to people and try to sell that as a, and it's really working out. People, people love only talking to just me and I deal with everything for them. It's yeah. been a real good yeah. niche for us. So when you, so it seems like you you worked for yourself, then you worked for somebody else, worked for yourself. Yeah. Would you bounce back I, I'm and forth? Terrible at business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was owning your own that business like the me. end goal, like what you wanted to do, or were you just well, viewing them as like different well, phases? Of I'm life? an entrepreneur, so every time I went to work for somebody, I was like, oh, I could do this better. I could probably make more money if I was working on my own. <laughs> but I always made less money when I worked on my own. <laughs> <Yeah. you know? laughs> so uh, we like actually when an honest. In all honesty, when I quit my business in 2015, that was my wife's first experience with us having a business. That was We got married in 07. I had got laid off from a lumber company because it was 08, basically. I was, yeah. I, was, I was working in a lumber company doing takeoffs and stuff like that. And, and when we, um, we got married, I, I got laid off, and I kind of thought about starting a business. So she's like, okay, let's, let's try it. You know, Kind of took off. I got some work. But then I was just giving the leftovers to our family. You know? And so when we quit in 2015, I was completely burned out. It was like, why did I do all this? You know, we have nothing to show for. I'm, I can't even sell this business. Mm. You know, there's, and, and my employees and my vendors and everybody's always taken care of, but like, it was just, we were always the last to get the, so, yeah. Yeah. so when, when we quit, she's like, you're never doing this again. <laughs> right. And I, I had some really good jobs. Like after that, I, I did, I, I was pretty successful in what I did in the sales positions because of my knowledge in the industry and mm. building relationships and. So to quit that and then be like, hey, let's do this again, you know. <laughs> so I, I just started like um, really slow. Uh, I, not I started fast, but as far as the business side of it, like I paid myself first, which is why I started with equipment uh, because I knew if I had the right equipment, I could get the work done because I knew how to do it. And then I would just hire people as I needed them. And that's mm -hmm. kind of we've hired pretty much one person every year because we've been in business. It's kind of a slow employee growth, but, uh, but we've had really good growth for our business. So, yeah. and, and we've been paid, I've paid myself a check, a paycheck since I started. Oh. It's, so a lot of people be like, oh, you're not supposed to pay yourself till you're profitable. Like if I don't pay myself now, I'll never pay myself. Yeah. 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 So that's uh, we had Richard on uh, yesterday and he said, and this was a, his first business that yeah. he's paid himself every week since yeah. day one. And I'm like, you are in like the entrepreneur hall of fame. That's like <laughs> unheard of. First time in business paycheck since day one. But, uh, you know, that's definitely not how I went about it at all. Yeah. Um, I, I, um, I feel like I almost have the opposite story of you where like, at least this, this go round of your business where like I started with like no experience, definitely not paying myself, not a paycheck, not like a weekly <laughs> payroll, like at yeah. all. Um, just kind of taking what scraps were left yeah. over. Um, and that's like, there are some benefits to that way in a sense. It's kind of like you're growing as you're figuring it out. Yeah. Um, you know, I kind of now I'm further removed from all the the pain and hardship of, of yeah. growing it. So it seems like uh, not as bad as it was. But 
having all of that experience, like from every aspect and being able to put that together, do you think that is like the thing that, um, that really propelled you this time? Like just putting it all together and having the experience? Well, I think what was so, when I started the first time, I, I had no experience just like that, right? Yeah. So I think what, what was cool about this time was all the traveling I'd done, I, I had actually unintentionally talked to a lot of different contractors around the country, yeah. asked, and, and just mostly trying to relate as a sales rep, being like, hey, because nobody wants a sales rep coming to their job and like affecting the flow and like, um, and I'd show up and my, you know, I sold tile, you know, I sold porcelain. So like my boss wanted me to wear like slacks and, you know, nice shoes <laughs> and a button down shirt. And I'm like, you're from Italy, you sell tile to tile people like I'm going to somebody's backyard most likely. So yeah. I jeans, boots, you know, polo at best. Yeah. And I just started like, I immediately looked for a way to relate, you know, and then we would get to talking about struggles and wins. And I got to see how, you know, people were building these awesome shops and some people were really struggling and like, and I would try to help and give any kind of guidance I could give or, or take whatever I could, you know, sometimes hearing the stories is as beneficial as giving, yeah. you know, giving. So it's 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 it was kind of one of those things where i unintentionally gathered information for five years you know and then so when i and and i was like oh i'd come to this show every year and work it and then i would see all the tools and we worked closely with saw companies and tool companies and lifting and all that stuff so when i started i was like i had a list yeah i was like these are the things i need first and these are the things i'm going to go get and and with and with paying for myself i would say or paying myself first um you know, I had a, a good salary. We have four kids and I'm getting ready to just say, you know, I'm done with this, yeah. <laughs> you know, and yeah. this, this, my wife has always had a job and had a paycheck every two weeks or whatever. She has a good, good career of her own. So like she doesn't understand the rush of trying to go get the money and bring yeah. it back home. That's my, that's my thing. That's yeah. my, <laughs> it's like, okay, we have a house payment. Let's go get it. You yeah. know, like, so, but with paying myself, it really, it really taught me to slow down and be like, can I really bring on another person? Is that going to affect me or our family? Mm -hmm. Well, I, it will, I have trouble paying them what they deserve or helping yeah. them support their family. So um, it, it really just helped me slow down that part and then be like, what tools, what equipment will help? Like if, if I hire somebody and then they leave, can I still do this work by myself? And that's why I went like, like kind of heavy on equipment. So, yeah, I think it's, it's interesting, like going from, you know, starting this business, paying yourself from day one, for whatever reason, it's really hard. Like when you're in business and like you start it, like 90% of people do. And they're just like, yeah, I can do this myself. And yeah. I just made $400 today. Oh, I'm rich. <laughs> yeah, That's exactly. what I thought day one. Yeah. Like, you know, didn't think of insurance and now I need a new truck. And I did this all with just a shovel. I should probably yeah. buy something, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but like making that transition for whatever reason, in stride like while you're going to make that like mental change and say okay i need to restructure this i need to treat myself as an employee yeah. and like pay myself do you think that like you would have been able to do that like going back to one of your other businesses like midstream make that adjustment or was it really like super important for like just that mental part to start at day one uh, I, it, I think Does that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. Oh. Because I, uh, unfortunately, and like we, we started using like synced up a few years ago or whatever, which is eye opening to have a software because I, most of the time I was just guessing anyway. So like, yeah. I think it's hard to go like if you're not accounting for your payroll yeah. in your bids and you're just try out trying to get work. I mean, like 
it's it's one thing to like account for your payroll, but then to, you know put that back in the business. Yeah, it's another thing to not account for your payroll at all. Yeah, <laughs> like think yeah. about how much like I was bold with my pay too because I I quit a, a really good job. Yeah, so I'm like this is what this is the lifestyle we've created. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> we have you know this is what we have to we have four kids to raise. You know. So it wasn't like I'm like oh I'm gonna give myself $500 a month. That was it was not even close to that. Yeah. Like I was bold, and um, so I think it's really hard to like get in the middle of something like a like in a business and be like oh I need to start paying myself. Yeah. And looking back and be like well what do I need to pay myself? I have no idea what yeah. my numbers even are or what what I do for the business. You know I do everything. Like, yeah. So when you think about yourself and the and the fact that you're administrative you're the you, sometimes you're the designer you're the estimator you're the salesperson you're the project manager the installer um customer service human resources uh i mean that's a lot of hats yeah. to wear so when you're starting out you're doing everything even if it's just for yourself and one other person so you think about how many people you'd have to hire and replace that income and all that you have to be bold with your you know yeah. what how you value yourself so that then you can then begin to raise that that level and be an owner and you know get an owner's pay at some point so yeah um so that was it, it was always hard when i was just giving myself the leftovers it was like oh there's not much left i'm not making a point so i, I tell guys now like start with two th- like if you're not paying yourself anything start with at least two thousand dollars a month right yeah. make it make it a little bit uncomfortable right you know because yeah. you get anybody can give them come up with 500 bucks to pay themselves you know yeah. like start with two thousand and then and the, the other thing is, like, whenever I buy equipment or tools before, my wife would be like, we don't really have the money for this. Well, now, when I go buy a piece of equipment, she's like, if you think it'll help the business, because we're taken care of. Yeah. It could complete, like, people say, like, you must have the most wonderful wife. You buy all these toys and tools <laughs> and everything. I'm like, well, we're paid. Yeah. So she doesn't, she doesn't care because every two weeks or twice a month, our paycheck goes into the bank account, just yeah. like everybody else's does. Mm-hmm. And it just makes business decisions a lot easier and a lot less strain on the relationship. Yeah. I think one thing that I that I did that was kind of similar to that in the beginning was making yourself uncomfortable with, like, like you set that expectation, like, I need this amount yeah. of money to make. So, like, it's not going to make sense for me to, like, go out and sell a job to stay busy right. when I'm not making yes. this money. Because that's just a – that's right. just not sustainable. Exactly, so. Yeah. You might lose out on a lot of jobs in the beginning, like my bid was too high yeah. and people start to doubt themselves and lower yes. it. But if you know that expectation, it's like, okay, when I lose that job and now I'm just sitting around, I don't have work, it forces you to rethink things and say, okay, well, if this is going to work, I need to figure out a way to market myself better or yeah. be better at closing the sale or be better at just you know portraying who I am and what value I bring. And that's what I did with just the type of jobs we did like in the beginning we got tons of calls for like playing 12 by 12 patio or 12 by 12 pressure treated deck and i was like i'm not going to take this job even though i have no prospects for any other work but i know that a 12 by 12 deck is going to lead to more 12 by 12 decks yeah i need to make myself uncomfortable and figure out how do i switch that thing in my head and in other people's head that we're different and we're that company to do unique stuff because um that's all i wanted to do so That was very similar, but on the business side of it, not even close. I was just like, ah, I, I don't, I need maybe a hundred dollars a week. That would be <laughs> fine. <laughs> yeah, fine. I can eat Domino's, like, yeah, you know. So I think making yourself uncomfortable, but it's just, it's just 
real. It's, yeah. it's you need to make this, and people can convince themselves. Well, well, right, you know, I'll, I'll lower my price on this because I need to stay busy, and yeah. and then you get into the employee thing. Like, well, I need to keep them busy, and then it just becomes this snowball of like, where do you say no? Right. This is what we need to make to have yeah. a sustainable business. Well, so. and just and just recently, we're we're setting the budget for next year, and it's that that time of year where you're looking ahead and looking at how we're gonna, you know. Um, what we're going to do for employees, you know, and then inflation's up. Everybody knows that things are more expensive. I haven't given myself a raise for, you know, since I started Yeah. and my wife's kind of at the top of her, you know, she's been doing what she does for a long time. And sometimes you just reach a, you know, a plateau in some things, but like, um, I, I just gave myself a raise. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I was like, we're, I'm doing a lot. <laughs> I need yeah. more money, you know, like, <laughs> you know, so it's, it is what it is. Like, and I think what, um, gosh, the, the challenge with contractors, and I, I fall into this so many times, is like the customer pays for it. Yeah. The clients are the ones that pay the salaries and the materials. And like we, we get so hung up on like, oh, that's too much money. Or like you're using the best deck board you can buy. Yeah. It's not because you're buying it. Yeah. Like you're not, you're not just giving that to them. Like yeah. it's part of your estimate. You're including in your price and you're setting yourself apart with the materials and the type of employees and labor and uh, people you're showing up to the job site with, you know, true craftsmen. And that's what we're trying. We're, we, our guys are, they all have, they're all married, have kids. Yeah. Like this is their career, yeah. you know, and we're supporting not only ourselves, but their families. So it's just a big, uh, it's a big thing. And like, just have to get over the fact that, oh, it costs too much. Oh, I can't afford to do that. Like figure your numbers out, charge your clients for what you offer and the team that you show up with. All right, I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I'll go out and buy a machine, Craig. All right, I know. I'm not buying. They seem expensive, but I'm not really buying. The clients are buying. I know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna buy yeah, exactly. an excavator yeah, with a tilt-a-tater. Yes. yes. And, I don't uh, pay for that. Yeah. yeah. I don't pay for that. Your business seems to be doing really well. Can I have a raise from your business? <laughs> your boss seems really easy going with just giving out raises. Oh. It's that time of year. It's um. I mean, it's it's. It's funny how it's really just like a change of mindset, a yep. change of perspective, mm-hmm. a different way of looking at it, and um, and it's and you have to, or else you're just in this constant, like you're running on this wheel and not going anywhere yeah. and trying to stay afloat. And uh, I mean, we see it all the time. I feel like that sometimes yeah. in our business. I mean, you know, it's it's tough and it's hard when you kind of feel like you're alone and, and you just don't know where to go. So I think that's what I love about events like this. Like you just get to talk to people yeah, and like, yeah. you know, you feel like, okay, I'm not alone. And you get, yeah. you get to see these other perspectives and uh, hopefully people listen to this and kind of get like another. Yeah. And not, I don't want to make this seem like I'm like an expert or a, like the best person in the world. I, I failed two businesses. I mean, it took me, I'm a hard headed person. Like <laughs> I, and we were, at, we were at a thing last night and we did a little panel and I, you know, I asked, I said, how many people here started a business because they love running a business? And like, one person raised their hand out of 50. Yeah. And I was like, how many people start a business because you like to build cool stuff? Yeah. And that and that's kind of like, you have to, for, like when you're in this industry, you have to force yourself to run the business. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you guys talk about this a lot and yeah. like, mm-hmm. and just the challenges of, you know, changing it's your mindset. It's the worst mindset. part though. It's the worst part. I hate running the business, <laughs> but I'm so, so unemployable. And, <laughs> and for like two years, like I need to hire an admin. I just, I just hired somebody two weeks in I'm like holy cow like it's like a huge burden to lift it off my 
yeah. you know, just having somebody assisting me and helping with the things I hate doing. And they are passionate yeah. about that. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, yes. It's like, as soon as you do that, you look yeah. back and you're like, why, how, how was I doing this? Yeah. Or how did we get so far with me not doing this? And, you know what? I fell into that. Gosh, this is going to cost so much money. Yeah. Like <laughs> my clients are paying for it. I'm, that's going to be my new line. Cause I always say, one of my things is, Money's not even real. <laughs> just numbers on a screen, bro. Yeah, yeah. Just numbers on a screen. I'm just right. gonna say, I'm not buying it. Cost, customers paying for it. <laughs> That's I like to live by like uh, sayings like yeah, that. Yeah. That I can just repeat and repeat and repeat. That's gonna yeah. be my yeah. new one. So thank you for that. Yeah. I've given a few nuggets to people. It's like I need to maybe start. Yeah. I'll put a website up. Pay this much for a, you know, a little one-liner. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, I know you had like some very hard hitting oh, questions wow. that you wanted to hit him with. You didn't send those the ahead world, of time. I did, the yeah. world <laughs> wants to know. Um, uh, <laughs> well, what? The, it's, very, right. it's very heavy. Yeah. The Well, I already asked you this personally, but I did want to get your perspective on the podcast. You are a Chiefs fan. <laughs> are you also a Swifty? <laughs> oh. Is Scheller a Swifty? Uh, if I had a dollar for every time I heard that this week. Would it no. be more than two? I know no, the challenge. You're getting a lot of attention right so, now. Right. So <laughs> I think what happens is you go to four AFC championship games, three Super Bowls, and you win two of them, and then you just need something to kind of top the mm. – you need a little bit more, yeah. you know, attention <laughs> around the team. Yeah. Let's bring Taylor Swift in. Yeah. I, I, and my, my issue is, is, like, I like to buy a jersey for the, the size of person that I am. You know, I'm yeah. not going to buy, like, a little running back jersey or, like – I have a <laughs> Travis Kelsey jersey. Yeah. But I bought it, like, two years ago. Yeah. And now I'm a Swifty. Yeah, I don't. I'm, I as a as a musician and as a you know somebody that enjoys music, I am not a Taylor Swift fan, but I respect what she has done and is doing in her career. Yeah, yeah. I think so I'm not sure. I think she's doing pretty well. I think she's <laughs> doing. I think I she's doing well. Recently, Hopefully, yeah. she's I can't doing be okay. like I hate her. Hopefully, she listens to this. <laughs> and it's not really my. Knows I'm glad she. I'm glad she got song. out of the country scene because that's kind of my scene because yeah. it wasn't yeah. really that. I was like, eh. <laughs> it was getting too cramped for the yeah, both yeah, of you. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there just wasn't room for her in that scene with you there. She knew that. Oh, she yeah. saw the writing on the wall, and she had to. She had to make a run for it. Yeah. Are you at all worried that she's gonna be like a lot of people say with like the Kardashians? They have this curse on athletes. Like Reggie Bush went down, and then you know, lots of people ends their careers. You've heard about this, right? Well, I'm just, I'm just glad that's gonna happen. Travis Kelsey's been around a while. Yeah. You know, so it's a big miss when he's not there. But I like, we'll see. Yeah. He's he's not at the he might be at the top of his game, but maybe he's headed back down. Yeah. Maybe it's time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, another thing I did want to touch on for real is your music career. Oh gosh. Because you are (laughs) an awesome musician as well. So uh, you run a business, and then it seems like you've gotten you're playing like a lot of shows. Is that like a whole other business that you have to run, or is it Uh, like do you view it as a hobby, or is it? So I do I do view it as a hobby, but I run it as a business. Yeah. So and and that's (laughs) that's a frustration. It's like. You go out and all these guys are out playing for you know 100 bucks a piece at the bar and i played with a cover band for five years and we we did all that it was like oh my gosh i'm just playing too much i'm not mm-hmm. it's 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 for fun but it's like you, it's two hours of setup four hours of play and an hour of tear down you're gone for and they give you 100 150 bucks at the end of the night you're like this isn't a great business model right so so i, I kind of went on my own recorded some songs and uh, formed a band and i, I kind of use like uh, hired guns as they call them like you know, if somebody's not available, I have a list of guitar players or drummers or yeah. bass players that I can pick from and built a network there. But um, but we kind of have a good core of uh, band p- people. But I really wouldn't try to sell, you know, what we can do as, you know, like we can offer a professional show and, like, 
So we started getting better gigs and playing less, and I'm really only taking stuff that I want to take at this point. Mm -hmm. um, but I, over the last couple of years, I've played less because I'm really focusing on what actually makes money. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but it is, it's interesting because I treat it as like a professional. So like um, a, lot of, a lot of guys will come in, they'll trash the stage, leave, treat everybody like garbage. You know, I, I'm, I, I do like a call ahead, confirm everything. Uh, we show up, we're professional, we're on time. Um, when everybody leaves and we're all done, I go sweep the stage, pick up all our set lists, our water bottles, our trash, and just get rid of it. And I leave it the way that when we showed up. And then about a week later, I'll text or call the person that booked us, said thanks for having us, and you know let us know if you need anything else. And that's kind of helped with, and you know, I don't know if it, it, it seems like it helps because then they'll call you and be like, yeah, come back, whatever. Yeah. So. It's, that's not how you become a rock star. <laughs> yeah. You need to well, trash It's probably not working. Then. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, they left this place a mess. We'll come yeah. back next week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. This guy's on onto yeah. something here. He's the next yeah. star. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we could talk to you for how long we've been going. Do we have Do we have more time? Uh, we should probably, well, yeah, we should probably get to our bad sales story segment. All right, so now we're going to hit our bad sales story. Bad sales story. Brought to you by Groundwork. Which, I, have we mentioned that we're in the Groundwork booth? I don't know if we mentioned oh, yeah. that yesterday. We're in the Groundwork booth at HNA, so thank you for hosting us, Groundwork. Yay. Um, so, Craig, what's your, what's your bad sales story? Well, uh, it usually has to do with uh, working with other contractors or attorneys or... <laughs> that was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Of, of whom I'm the worst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't imagine working for myself. Um, so uh, we we had a, a, a project where uh, or a potential client. It was a referral, and uh, I, you know, it's it's it is what it is. But you show up and you're like, you really want to work with somebody because it's a referral. And we do like we do less of a screening when we're when we're doing um, referrals because we want to show our other clients thank you for referring we go yeah mm -hmm. so um you know we get there and it, the process is like you know starting out and then it's the oh yeah i'm a general contractor you know i i i deal with this stuff a lot you know mm -hmm. that kind of stuff and it's like okay do you want us to do what we do or do you want us to do it the way you want us to do it or the way you do it yeah you know yeah. and it's a commercial contractor or something like that and it's completely different you know yeah. thing and I, I, I kind of just like, there, there comes a point when you're like, I, you know, I, I, do I really want to deal with this for two months or three yeah. months? And, and it's like, um, I, I just think that the, um, it becomes a challenge. You have to really decide like, okay, what do I, how do I want to approach this? Mm -hmm. Do I want to like stand my ground and say, I appreciate what you do. And that's pretty much what I did. You know, yeah. I appreciate what you do. <laughs> We're here because you're asking us to do what we do, yeah. and uh, and that and then we kind of roll forward with that process, you know, because yeah. I don't want to get in a relationship with somebody where we're like strong arm each other all the time, because yeah. that's happened in the past to me sometimes. So you yeah. hit him with it. It's not you. It's me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. It can it can always be t it can I feel like be really good or really bad working for. Um, somebody that's a builder or just like another business owner, they either yeah. like mm -hmm. really get it yeah. and they're like, I understand, I run a business, yeah. I understand that this is going to cost what it costs. Right. Or probably somebody that 
isn't running their business super well and is like, I don't make any money in my business. You shouldn't either. Yeah. This should be free. <laughs> yeah. This is ridiculous. <laughs> You're paying yourself? This is a ripple. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I did I did years ago in one of my other businesses I had I I I did a job for an attorney. Uh, and I, I was like I was desperate for work basically, yeah. you know, and she's the first thing she said when I called was like, I'm an attorney. I can make your life greater miserable. And that should have been oh. like a pretty good yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> But like so I had twins okay. and a baby on the way. I'm like, I gotta go do this job. Yeah. <laughs> Did you make it greater miserable? Yeah. Uh, it was it, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> we made it work. Yeah. <laughs> She's um, just like, I got a deadline. We have to do it by here. I'm like, okay. okay. <laughs> we'll get it done. Yeah. Well that was one of the things that you uh, kept on to in your mind. That yeah. was from one of the old businesses. Yeah. Yeah. And now this time you won't do that. Yes, so. yeah. we're trying, yes. Um Cool. Well, we could obviously talk to you for. I mean, Wait, there you got to finish out the bad sales story thing. Bad sales story. <laughs> uh, brought to you background work. Uh, <laughs> check it out. Avoid that with a video walkthrough. Uh, use code Hardworking Happy Hour fifty for fifty percent off your first two months. Yes. Awesome. Yep. And uh, yeah, we could obviously talk to you for hours. Um, there's so many more things that I do want to get into, so we'll have to have you on again. Yeah. And mm-hmm. talk more sure. about the machinery and. Uh, I mean, you convince me. I'm gonna buy some stuff, and then we can we can rap about both having machines. Right. We can have the machines interview yeah, each other. We'll on the regroup next one. after yeah. a couple of weeks. Yeah. Oh, we'll have. Uh, yeah. We'll have. Uh, I'll get a steel wrist, tilt a tater, yeah. and we'll have that hold the microphones while we sit in oh, the cab. Oh, yeah. That would actually be really cool. I, I did do a podcast where I sat in the bucket, flipped around like a chair. Really? Yeah. Yep. Oh. oh, we can start one between yeah. two yeah, excavators. There's, there's all kinds of content that's available. Yeah. <laughs> between two excavators, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good. That's a good name. I think so. Yeah, you better yeah. get her get that very trademark. niche. Yeah. <laughs> very niche. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, any closing yeah. remarks? No. Thank you for so, for blah, blah, blah. can't talk. Thank you for coming on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and being here, spending yeah. time with us. Yeah. Um, Appreciate yeah. you having me. And I think the lesson that we've learned is if you fail, try again. Yeah. If you fail mm-hmm. again, try again. Yep. If you fail a third time, give up and go work for <laughs> someone else. <laughs> Is that Probably. what you're, is that yeah, you're gonna? That, that might be what. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Third time's a charm, maybe. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, there's still a lot of growing and learning to do. I trust. That's what I try to do. I keep trying to educate myself, push yeah. myself, you know, to be better. So. Well, you're doing great, and at least yeah. from the outside, it seems like you have it all figured out, and yeah. Uh, yeah. we all want to be like Craig Scheller. So. Yeah. Uh, oh, and follow Craig. What's your your handle is? Uh, at Scheller you know, Outdoor Living. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So everyone, make sure to follow him. Yep. Check him out. He's doing crazy stuff with tilt taters and um, yeah. machines, doing all the work, and he's got it figured out. And he pays himself, and he's. <laughs> Just he's got it all figured out. So yeah. be like Craig. Yeah. Um, Still working on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, over right, Craig, thank you so much for being on here. And I guess that's it. Or is this the part where we just kind of ramble on and on and uh, yeah, go back we do and a forth? Yeah, yeah. A little bit of this, a little yeah, bit of that, a yeah. little, little bit of okay. Like Let's an let okay. Craig, by now. get back to the show. Yeah. Back to the show. <laughs> yeah. Back to the show. Right. Okay. Right. Thanks, Craig. See thank you me. later. What do we say at the end? This has been the hardworking happy hour. That's that's it. And then what do you say? See you next week. There you go. I think the problem is you haven't been drinking. Definitely. I always drink in the morning, like, normally. All right, bye. All right, see you next week. (laughs)